This is Monday, May 31st. This is week six of our six essentials for your body. And this is the week we take on our last topic, rest. We spent a week looking at fitness, the call to keep moving, and that could really be the name for us, the people that are always moving. So understanding rest this week will present a challenge. The culture we live in today values production and achievement above almost everything. Now, of course, in the process, we can feel more like machines and the means of production than living human beings. God's remedy for this was the Sabbath. So deeply did God wire the pattern of work and then rest into our world that he himself took a Sabbath when creating the world. This is what we're told, Genesis 2, verse 1 to 3. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. Yes, we're told that of the seven, God made one day holy. He set it apart. What does it mean when we are told that God rested? Well, it means that he surveyed his creation and celebrated the wonder of it all and its reflection of his glory. God also designed us for rest. Now here is what we know about rest in our bodies. First, rest wouldn't make sense to the process of evolution. Would a system designed for survival intentionally shut down for hours on end? Wouldn't this make a creature utterly vulnerable? Yet all life as we know it takes time for rest. Elephants, for example, well, they sleep less than we do, two to four hours. Other mammals have differing rest patterns, but rest seems to be a non-negotiable design in the living creatures in our world. So what happens when we're resting? Well, our memories are sorted. They're integrated into our brain. Our hormones return to equilibrium. Our immune system gets a break and a new start. Toxins are removed from our bodies and other vital systems take a break. In short, rest is a tune-up for our body. Taking rest is like sharpening your saw. If we'd cut wood for a living, we'd understand. You see, on the first day on the job, we'd get a lot done with a sharp saw, but by day two, the saw would begin to dull. This would mean it would take more effort to cut the same amount of wood. Each day our work would become more taxing, and soon we would fall behind. We would learn that it's critical to stop and to sharpen our saw. It takes time from your work, but it's well worth it. The time doing so would be well spent and allow us to maintain our work over the long haul. And this is what rest does for us. But what is rest? Basically, it's the opposite of work. It's time to catch your breath, time to be renewed and restored. It's when you enjoy the gifts of God and the presence of God. Rest is the antidote for the drivenness of our lives and our world. 
helping us to remember that we were not made to produce, but we were made for fellowship with God and also fellowship with each other. Now, in our to-do list world, taking rest seems strange and not worthy of us and of our amazing capacities. This is why God had to command his people to take a Sabbath. We would not enter into rest otherwise. He did this out of love for us and to protect us. Think of the people that work without stopping, that have no time to let up. In the ancient world, people had to spend immense amounts of time just providing for their basic needs, food, clothing, housing, and water. So taking a Sabbath was a luxury. How could they afford to rest when their crops came in and needed to be picked right away? Well, the only way was through trusting that God would provide, trusting that God was faithful and that he ultimately is our provider. Now, otherwise, everything depends on you and your ability to produce. Now, for us, likely we don't have the same pressure to produce food, but we also have a difficult time resting. We have a fear of missing out on life. We know our time is limited and we don't want to waste a minute of it. And resting could feel like wasting time. There's so many productive things we could be doing. Now, what we are learning this week is our need for renewal. Since we're not machines, we cannot just keep going and move on to the next thing. Beyond trusting God, there's the humility that comes from knowing that we cannot do it all. We have limits. Rest is good for us. Now, I know we take vacations and days off, but sometimes we work through our days off. We work in the yard or on projects around the house. We just do not know how to stop. We'll look more at this in the days ahead and consider what is going on in our hearts. Before we finish, I need to share one more thing about our text for today. The Jewish people studied the Word of God very closely, and they noticed that each day in the days of creation ended with the words, there was evening, and there was morning, the first day, on the second day, and so on, ended in the same way. But they noticed that there was no declaration of the seventh day ending. You see, the seventh day was never meant to come to an end. God intended human beings to see every day as a gift of rest. Yes, they would have work to do, but God gave them that, and even that would be done trusting in the provision of their loving God and Father. Let's pray together. Lord God, our Creator, you made us and you know that we need to thrive, what we need to thrive and enjoy and to live in peace. Thank you for setting aside a holy day, a day of rest and renewal. We rush from one thing to another and you call us to stop, to enjoy your gifts. You call us to live in trust and not in fear. So enable us this week to welcome rest as your way of saving us and giving us life. For in your name we pray. Amen.